Hey there guys and welcome back to the Travis and Damien podcast episode 40. We are available on anchor.fm slash Travis Damien podcast along with Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts and many more. Today we're going to talk about news relating to Crash Bandicoot 4 and The Last of Us 2. Then we're going to go into our recent activities and close the show out with $70 next-gen games and next-gen upgrades. Before all that, we have to address the Me Too movement within the gaming space, specifically offline TV and the Smash Bros. community. When it comes to offline TV, Fedmeister's behavior is unacceptable by any means and we will not be supporting him for the foreseeable future. Thank you to Lily, Yvonne, and Pokey for stepping forward and telling their stories along with many others within their friend circle. For the Smash community, serious allegations have come up about top players and commentators for sexual misconduct. Players and commentators will not be supported by us in any capacity as their actions are unforgivable. We will not be supporting them for the foreseeable future as well. Thank you again to the victims for coming out with their stories. The amount of bravery and courage to post their stories on the internet is immense and they have our full support. Both of these topics are super serious and we will not be discussing them on the podcast today or any future episodes. Due to the severity of these situations, I hope you guys understand our stance on this podcast and hope for a better future in both of these communities, OTV and Smash Brothers. So the first piece of news uh, relates to the FGC community is that EVO Online has been canceled because Mr. Wizard had some allegations of his own and Evo just said, fuck it, we're going to shut it all down. Yeah, <laughs> basically, <laughs> they, they were really fast with it. You know, as soon as Mr. Wizard was, you know, with allegations and stuff like that, it just straight up canceled it, like, immediately. Like, it, it was pretty quick, like, the way they handled it. And, um, I mean, it sucks. Like, I think this Evo was kind of scuffed anyway because it was online, but it sucks for games like Skullgirls and things like that. You know, games that generally have the big, you know, limelight like the other games did that were finally going to get, like, a nice Evo just to themselves, basically. Mm-hmm. And then that just got canceled, so that kind of sucks. But, um, you know, I, I didn't see Evo Online being really, like, that well-received anyway. So it being canceled is probably for the better anyway. But um, still sucks the way how it got canceled due to all this stuff that's been happening. So, but, you know, it's probably for the best anyway. Yeah, and, like, a lot of the uh, game developers were even, like, pulling out before, like, this announcement was official. Yeah. Like, they were like, hey, yo, uh, about this, by the way, yeah, we're not going to be a part of it anymore. Like, despite, I'm sure most of them were very excited to be a part of Evo, despite it being online. Most of them kind of just were like, hey, we're just going to pull out before you guys make the announcement. And then they were like, all right, fuck it, we're just going to cancel the whole thing because they had no games anyway, so... Yeah, it just, you know, 2020 just gets worse, worse, worse and worse by each day. <laughs> yeah, it's been, it hasn't been great. So, yeah, this just adds to that of our growing list over here. Mm-hmm. But um, we got more news that isn't that great, but we still don't know. Uh, Crash 4 will have no microtransactions. Um, the reason this was even brought up was because the Microsoft Store page said it was going to have in-app purchases. Mm-hmm. So everyone kind of just, and plus with the uh, reputation that, um, what was it, Team Racing had, where mm-hmm. they did what they say. Oh, it's not going to have any like DLC or microtransactions, and then they ended up having like skins you could buy and stuff like that. Yeah, uh, people were rightfully pretty upset because they thought they were going to do the same like bait and switch again. When it's like, hey, we won't have microtransactions, but then put it anyway. Um, but then uh, the team, I think Toys for Bob is making this, right? Yes. Who's making? Yeah, they're like, hey, no, don't worry, there won't be any like microtransactions or anything like that. Um, I'm I'm hoping when it meant in app purchases, they mean like. Maybe, like, DLC, like, actual content, like, levels mm-hmm. and crap. Like, that would be fine. I'll be okay with that. But, yeah, if it is skins and stuff, that would be a little annoying. But not nothing that really bothers me too much because I just won't buy it. Yeah. <laughs> but, again, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, what's your opinion on that? Yeah, I mean, 
when I saw this on Twitter, I was like, man, you guys are really like upset over nothing. Like <laughs> the game, yeah. like we saw one trailer. I think the game looks pretty good for like a Crash Bandicoot sort of like spiritual sequel as like a, a, a Crash Four. Um, and when it was announced that there were microtransactions, I wasn't upset. I was just like, oh wait, well that sucks because like Crash Team Racing had like that Fortnite esque sort of like dlc store was like hey it's only here for a limited time so you have to go and get this skin if you really want it because it might not be here again like ever again and i'm like mm, that's a little sus especially since it is like a kart racer and skins and things like that are obviously like cosmetic but people really want certain things like that i guess and for me personally like skins are just a way for you to make yourself look pretty obviously and for you to um make yourself i guess invest yourself more into the game because like the way i view like skins and things like that especially in like free-to-play games so like fortnite league of legends valorant things like that is like when you buy a skin you're sort of saying like i really like this game and i'm gonna invest this money into it because i know i'm gonna keep playing it sort of thing because like when i play like valorant i'm not gonna buy skins because i know like i'm playing it just to like have fun and like if i want to like continue playing that and like i know i'm going to be playing it for a while i might as well buy skins to, like sort of like make myself look prettier sort of thing but yeah. um going back to like the original like dlc thing like in-app purchases things like that i was just like ah, hey, whatever like i'm just gonna vote with my wallet which, which i've always done which is like i'll buy the base game and then if there are dlc like skins and things like that with like a fortnite s story again because activision all right whatever i'm just not gonna purchase it like people just need to vote with their wallets and i think people need to realize that like boycotting the entire game itself is not the right move because these devs toys for bob are probably working really hard to make a crash 4 as good as possible because it's titled crash 4 and they know that there's a lot riding on this especially for the crash bandicoot fans yeah like I got, if anything, it's probably Activision making them do something like this. You know, same thing with CTR. You know, they're mm-hmm. just like, hey, put this store in here. Uh, but for this, like, I don't know. Yeah, just don't buy the skins. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, the game, like, you know, the remake for Crash Team Racing was really good, you know? So, like, you know, I, people had no problem supporting them by buying the game. Um, but if you didn't want them to support, you know, those in-app purchases and just don't buy the skins, like, it's not that hard to do. Like, yeah. it's annoying that it's there, but I don't know if I really blame the, the developer more than the publisher. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's it might be the same here. Again, we don't really know yet. It could just be DLC levels, hopefully, because that that would be cool to get more levels and stuff like that. But if it mm-hmm. is just costumes and skins, then yeah, just don't buy it. Like <laughs> I'll buy the game, but yeah, I won't support the microtransactions. And yeah, they probably know that too, honestly. So yeah, and like supposedly, like Crash Four is gonna have like a lot of levels in it already. So like if they yeah. are able to add more on top of that, like that would be really cool. Like maybe some like time trials or things like that. But like you know skins and things like that like just vote with your wallet like it's just a skin at the end of the day yeah it really isn't that big of a deal <laughs> like it's again it's annoying i know it's annoying to have like microtransactions and like single player games basically but mm-hmm. you know if you just don't buy it they'll probably just see it as like not worth investing that much money into like making skins and it just won't do it anymore so yeah just just don't buy <laughs> don't buy the in-app purchases that's it <laughs> yeah and like i think people are, are just scarred from like dlc from like when capcom like locked shit behind the disc i think that's what people are really triggered by dlc is like that era of like when downloadable content was like that and how that was handled um, obviously we're like years and years past that, but like I think people are still like triggered by DLC as like a word, which is yeah a little concerning because it's a long time ago, guys. And I think that uh you know at, at this point, uh you know just vote with your wallet. If the game 
is bare bones and then they're going to release dlc later just don't buy the game at that point just wait for them to like release a complete edition or something like that if you really you want to play the game or just don't support the game at all so it all comes back to your wallet guys <laughs> yeah basically all right so next we have last of us two news uh we're going to talk about spoilers because uh, some of the uh things in here relate to uh the people involved with the game getting like death threats and things like that so we're going to talk about like why people are thinking like that and things like that so it if for whatever reason you don't want to hear last of us two spoilers just skip to the recent activities segment but uh first uh something that we probably should have mentioned last episode was that the game sold over four million copies making it the fastest selling first party playstation 4 game to date and it's going to be one of the last ones i doubt despite me loving sucker punch i doubt ghost of tsushima is going to be able to push this number honestly yeah like it's honestly crazy this is like outselling like you know like god of war and like spider-man mostly spider-man just because like spider-man is spider-man mm-hmm. like i mean last of us one already sold like crazy like i think it was the best-selling ps3 game exclusive too i think um like it's crazy how much the series sells and it really shows that all the cries of these people really aren't doing much <laughs> like it's still mm-hmm. the game's still gonna sell like crazy and probably is gonna be the best-selling ps4 game to date um and it kind of just shows like I guess the loyalty to either this franchise or just Naughty Dog in general. So, yeah, it's selling like crazy. But it, it doesn't surprise me, but it's, it's surprising me how much, like how well it's selling. I'm like, holy crap. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't expect it to beat like all this other stuff that came out during this generation. So, but yeah, that's, I guess that's good for Naughty Dog. Yeah. And like, I'm, I'm honestly really curious how many people actually bought the game because of like the leaks and the controversies and things like that. Yeah. Because like, I know. A lot of people on the internet say things and things like that, but a lot of people were like, yeah, you know, I canceled my pre-order after the leaks and things like that. But like at the end of the day, like it's a game and like we discussed this the last episode where it's like this is a game and like if you play it and you see within context, you'll probably get a better understanding and a better idea of what Naughty Dog was going for. Um, But you know to those people that are just really like emotional and being like they killed joel ah you know like whatever (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah yeah yeah. uh but next thing is laura bailey uh she publicly went on twitter and was like hey guys these are all of the death threats i got on my instagram dms and like things on twitter and like holy fuck (laughs) yeah this is just really dumb so i hate when people attack either the actors or the voice actresses or whatever mm-hmm. due to things a character does in a game or movie or whatever because that's so stupid like you see that all the time like i think a, like a character from arrow or something was getting harassed because people didn't like her character i'm like dude it's not her fault blame the writers or something if you don't like it i don't know why they attack the people portraying those characters they don't do like they bring life to the character and that's great but it's not like they are the character it's just so dumb mm-hmm you know and like even when it comes to like criticizing like certain things about a show like there's obviously like a a right way to do it and a wrong way to do it so like uh you know like making like a passionate video on youtube about it and hopefully like someone from the show watches that or you know maybe sending like a a a nice tweet not in a way where like i'm gonna fucking kill you sort of thing you know like that's that's really weird um but when it comes to this like Laura Bailey situation, when I saw this shit on Twitter, I just retweeted it. it was like, look at these psychos, Lamau. You you cannot like The Last of Us and not send death threats to people involved with it. Going out of your way to say this shit is psychotic, so please stop. Like honestly, like we've seen this shit so many times with other people, like like you said, with the act with the arrow situation. I don't know much about that, but I think a lot of people know about the the uh, Star Wars one with uh the Oh that too. The yeah. actress that played uh Rose, I believe um and like 
everything that she went through like she loves star wars it's just unfortunate that like the people behind those movies just like gave her really bad character and the way that her character ended up being like and especially in the rise of skywalker she's barely in the fucking movie and that sucks and i would like i would honestly like if i was in her position i would be so spiteful of like the thing that i loved and the the thing that i finally got to be a part of and just be like man what the fuck happened like oh my god like this isn't how it was supposed to go but you know certain things just don't pan out the way you think it is and like laura bailey like she's been in countless games and she's still gonna be in games like until like she wants to stop doing this thing because like she's still gonna be black widow and the upcoming avengers movie she's been in a bunch of other games like i said earlier and like she's good at what she does obviously just just because she's able to land all of these roles and yeah it's just like people that are so frustrated at something that they have to lash out at these at these people especially the ones involved with it that don't have like creative control like the actors and actresses and things like that i think that that's just really really dumb obviously yeah i've always found it really dumb when people do this because it's just like super immature like you do know like they just voice the character or like yeah they could feel connected to the character like she probably enjoys playing her role or whatever but that doesn't mean like she wrote the character that way or whatever so like i really don't understand when people like fight with the voice actors or the actors in general like it makes no sense to me like actually like 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 smooth brain people do (laughs) i don't understand Mm -hmm. and like uh just like read some of the things that like the image that she put out uh one of them some guy said i'm gonna find where you live and slaughter for you for what you did to joel she like blurted out because you know spoilers and things like that uh mark my fucking words all right bro you're weird (laughs) (laughs) dude like you have to be like mentally ill like honestly like check yourself into a hospital like goddamn. uh i know it's like the internet and like you think you're just shouting words into like an endless void you know you are in a certain extent but when you add someone on twitter that's going right to their account and right to their feed and they're gonna see that and especially when you send it through their fucking messages on instagram like they're 100 percent gonna see that like i don't know people people are just weird that's just that's just what i've learned at the end of this which you know is nothing new it's not yeah gamers <laughs> kind of suck <laughs> true 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 and uh one thing that I saw on Twitter, I don't have like a source for this, but I just saw this like on Twitter, like people were like, oh my God, Abby being buff is like not realistic. Like how the fuck is she supposed to get that jack in a post-apocalyptic setting and shit like that? And I was like, you realize you're playing a video game where like there's like fucking uh, a fungus like infection going around and it's affecting humans you know that right like (laughs) i know it's in like a realistic setting but at the end of the day you're playing a video game bro so let's enjoy for what it is and to that argument of like realism and things like that like it it, it's not too far-fetched for abby e to be buff as shit and honestly like when i was playing it like when i got to like abby e's story i was like damn she really is like buff as fuck and like she probably clap like clap the shit out of anybody like with just her bare fist and like that was honestly like the funniest part like when i was like watching like other people play the game like they would always comment like oh my god abby is like fucking huge and shit and like they wouldn't in like say like that's gross or things like that they would be like wow that's like really cool in a way I mean, yeah, I like it makes sense though, because like you're not really exactly like gonna work on like being like you know you're gonna get muscles if you're mm-hmm. in the post apocalypse. Like, it makes sense. Like, you gotta be like 
you know, running a lot or shooting people or punching zombies or whatever, like, you, you know, you probably would be, like, pretty fit at that point. Like, you're not going to be, like, some, you know, you're not going to have your makeup on or whatever. Like, <laughs> it's not really a priority right now. So I don't really understand when people are so angry at this. I'm like, yeah, of course she's going to be, like, kind of buff. <laughs> like, you have to be fit, <laughs> you know? Yeah, and, so, like... Yeah. Especially after, like, her dad died. Like, what else? I mean, like, before her dad died, like, like, she was, like, still, like, bench pressing, like, a shit ton of weight. So, like, she was already into that before. But I would imagine, like, after her dad died, like, that shit just accelerated. And she was, especially with, like, the resources that she had at the WLF, she was just able to, like, you know, just get jacked and shit. And I was like, all right, that's cool. Like, she's buff as fuck. And that's nice. And people are making it, like, a political statement and things like that. And I'm just like, can we just fucking, like... like, I don't mind politics in my games. Like, Life is Strange too. Like, that was fine. But, like, when people are just, like, pulling in poli- politics into the real world, into, like, games that aren't, like, completely necessary. Like, I don't think, like... Like, in my opinion, I don't think The Last of Us 2 was doing a lot of the decisions that they made for, like, political reasons, I think. But... I mean, yeah. Then again, I, I, I obviously could be wrong, but that's just my belief. Yeah, I mean, it's just kind of just doing things like how they are. Like, you know, they're just like, here, this is. Like, they don't really, like, I don't know. It's kind of, like, just don't think about it too hard. Like, I feel mm-hmm. like people just think about things too hard. I'm like, just play it. Like, people are people, and they all do different things. Like, just because a game is showing, like, something maybe you're not used to seeing doesn't mean, like, it's political or anything. It just means, like, that's, like, just a different person. <laughs> so, yeah. I don't know why people have to be so angry about it all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like It's Jesus. like, we're playing as Ellie in this game, and you saw Ellie in the last game, like, you know you're playing as a female character like that's fine and like if we kept playing as like the same like sort of like routine like protagonist over and over again it'd fucking get stale obviously and this is a form of art form of medium for people to express themselves and do what they want and is what neil Druckmann wanted to do for a last of us too and obviously he took a major risk doing this by doing certain things with the characters like killing off joel and having you play as abby for half of the game but i think that at the end of the day like it was a very risky piece of art a video game at that and i think that at the end of the day uh a lot of people liked it and um there's obviously the the vast majority that really disliked it and they are very much louder than them but i think um to those people that really enjoyed it or to even people like me that are sort of conflicted as to whether i really like it or i don't i wouldn't say i really dislike it but i'm much more in the middle where it's like i like it but there are flaws that i definitely see there yeah and i think that's fair like because yeah i think the game has some story problems just from what i've seen again i didn't even watch it or play it so i can't really say much mm-hmm. but just from the little bits of here i'm like oh that sounds like they probably could have done that a bit better to make certain characters more likable i guess but I don't know, at the end of the day, it's, probably, it's not like a three. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. people just gotta chill out. And this coming from me, I don't even really care about The Last of Us in general. Like, like Uncharted I have some interest in. Like, Last of Us, I never really had that much interest in anyway. And even I'm kind of defending it. <laughs> I'm kind of sick of Naughty Dog shit sometimes. But, you know, that's just how they are. Yeah. But, yeah. Just don't, don't be a butt about, like, don't harass voice actors and don't overthink things in video games, right? True, <laughs> At least true. not to this extent. Don't think, like, everything is a political statement, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, so. you know, people on Twitter will just... I find it hilarious when I see, like, people with, like, larger followings. I mean, just, like, arguing with random-ass people on Twitter. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Just fucking stop it. <laughs> just stop it. Like, yeah. I get that, like, you want to, like, get your own point across, but, like... They'll either hear you or they don't. Like, at the end of the day, they just, like, fucking leave it. That's just how yeah, I view just, it. Just, 
express your opinion like an adult you know just say oh this is what i don't like about the game but just don't attack people it's a dumb yeah all right so let's get into recent activities uh i'm gonna go last or oh, second okay. I'll, <laughs> okay, yeah i'll go uh, yeah second like, <laughs> all right so i will go so i haven't been doing too much uh i watched all of attack on titan and mm-hmm. like i said before it's very good like i highly enjoyed it um first two seasons you know i thought they were really good and then season three was just like amazing i think it's probably the best payoff for like certain reveals i've seen in a show in a while like like they always keep hinting at like oh what's in this character's basement what's in the basement i don't know what's in the basement and then you you know there's like oh there's no way like that's gonna pay off to be something like that's great but it is like the the reveal to do to reveal the secrets of everything is really well worth the time and like the teasing they did the whole show and it really makes you look at the show in like a whole different way like there's some scenes i had to rewatch again i'm like how did i not notice that or that was important like there's a lot of really cool foreshadowing i think that's what this that i don't know the dude's name who made this show or the manga or whatever like he he is just so good at foreshadowing like this things in the first episode that you think wouldn't really even be that important become like plot points later and it's like it's just it's very clever i love it the world they created is like like just super interesting and like you just want to know more about it and basically all the answers are just like solved at that point and there's still one more season that's supposed to like you know really you know wrap everything up but yeah it's it, it was very good it's a, it's a fantastic show and i think it deserves the reputation it gets you know i know like it gets very kind of you know some people say it's overhyped or whatever i, I think it deserves all the hype it gets it, it's it's very good i really enjoyed it um, that's my dog. It's okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I finished slide two because slide two is actually really long. Yeah, <laughs> like it, that game. Like, that game's not short. <laughs> yeah, so um, I, I beat a slide one, and obviously I gave my opinion on that. I played about like two levels of slide two when I talked about through two weeks ago. Uh, but yeah, I finished it like for real this time. This is my first time ever being it, and I really enjoyed it. Like I said before, I really like the mission structure and everything. You know, I love how everything's set up as a heist and you got, you know, do all these missions to like help for the heist at the end. Mm-hmm. I think that's just a very creative way to do like a platformer open world type thing, whatever it's like to. Is supposed to be. <laughs> um, but yeah, the, the mission structure is always super varied. You know, you get some really good platforming bits of Sly, you know, you got a lot of interesting stuff with uh, Bentley since again, you don't really play as Bentley that much. Like, you mostly get to him to go to a thing, then do something else as Bentley. And I think the things you do are really cool. Mm-hmm. Like, one highlight that I really enjoyed, uh, I'm just going to give one mission. Um, I think it was in one of the Contesta levels where you have to use traps and stuff as Bentley to, like, mm-hmm. kill, like, some enemies. Yeah. I thought that was a really neat way to, like, do some stuff for him. Um, you know, you use some levels with his, like, blow dart and things like that in, like, the final level. And I thought that was pretty neat as well. Um Murray is also fun just to beat the crap out of things. You don't really use them as much as those two, though, I feel. Like, you get, like, maybe two levels as, uh, as Murray every, like, so often. Yeah. But I think when you do play as him, it's fun because it's fun just to be the shit out of everything. <laughs> um, but, yeah, overall, I thought the world was super creative. I think my favorite world was probably the um, the first Canada level, like, where it's, like, a train heist. I, I really mm-hmm. enjoyed that level. It was really fun. Um, but, yeah, overall, the, the world, you know, the characters were really fun to interact with. The story was cool. Though I never get why Neela wanted to kill you so bad. Like, I don't know what her deal was. Like, she just wants to be clockwork and then just kill you. I don't know why she hated you so much, but yeah, that was the thing. Yeah. But yeah um, <laughs> overall, it was a really great platformer. I'm really happy I finally decided to beat it, and I'm probably going to start Slide 3 very soon. You know, mm-hmm. so I could do Slide 3 and 4, then I could finally finish up the last PS2 platformer series I've been neglecting way too long, so... <laughs> But yeah, Slide 2 was fantastic, so... Yeah, just my little, like, take on Slide 2. So, Neela, 
uh i think psychopaths just were like what if like she backstabbed the other guy she was working for and then they just did that and then they're like all right i guess she's clockla now and then you know that was the end of that but yeah you know it's a pretty good game <laughs> yeah it was very good i i really enjoyed slide two um and yeah so i also am still playing horizon zero dawn since i kind of took a break from that game to play slide one and two Mm -hmm. So now I kind of want to focus on Horizon Zero Dawn and finish that. Um, I'm almost done with it. (laughs) I've basically only done maybe like two story missions. So like the story mission I'm on is like level 13, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I'm like level 41. (laughs) (laughs) I've just been doing every side quest and like all the exploration and finding all the collectibles and stuff like that. I'm really bad with this. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, I basically am almost done 100% of the game that I'm just going to beeline through the story is basically what I'm going to do. So yeah, I'm almost done with collecting everything so then all i need to really focus on is the story so i, I should be almost done with the game mm-hmm. um and yeah right now i basically feel the same way like i said before where you know i still think the world's really cool i really fight uh like fighting the giant robot dinosaurs i think they're the highlight of the game uh the weapon you get the rope caster where you're able to like rope them down feels super cool because it really feels like you're taking down this giant like my like dinosaur robot thing it's really fun uh again the weapons are really cool and creative like i have like this um explosive slingshot like you know it it just does a good job bringing like these like you know tribal weapons and make them more like i guess futuristic where you have to shoot bombs and crap and stuff like that it's it's just really neat um but yeah i think the enemy variety is really cool the collectibles are fun again it's very standard open world stuff but the flavor of the world really makes it shine i think um Mm -hmm. though it does feel weird because you know if i played this right after breath of the wild I think I'll be more negative with, like, the exploration just because it feels weird. You can't climb anything or, like, paraglide off of, like, a hill or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, Link can. Um, but it, it still feels good to explore the world and stuff like that. I, I'm i really enjoying this game as well. And I'm excited to play the second one when it comes out in PS5. So, yeah, that's what I've been doing. Yeah, honestly, when it comes to Horizon Zero Dawn, the most thing I... The most of the game that I remember is definitely the gameplay. Uh, yeah. The story, like, I remember the beginning and then I've remember the end everything in between is kind of just like a mush to me until like one point of the story which i'm not going to spoil obviously um but yeah i'm i'm still excited for horizon zero dawn too but let's move on to my stuff uh obviously league of legends tft uh a little less these past two weeks gonna be honest i've been playing a lot more valorant though <laughs> uh, <laughs> valorant is a interesting game because you know it's a tactical shooter so you know you pretty much get like at most uh was it 25 rounds to play and like it's fun i mean i enjoy you know when i'm playing sage so i'm like yo can i get a heal and i'm like sorry bro you know i already healed this other dumbass at fucking peak two you know so (laughs) (laughs) but yeah i i like playing it with at least one other person um because when i'm playing because i feel like if i ever play with four randoms and they're all just as bad as me it's not gonna be fun so if i have one other person that maybe is you know just as good as me or you know maybe they're having like a worse game or whatever the case may be at least i could have someone on my team that i could somewhat trust you know um yeah but playing like competitive i'm like fucking bronze it's whatever at the end (laughs) of the day because i'm just playing to have fun uh the new map that they implemented when they launched the game i'm still learning it but it's still like you know like basic like you know you hold this corner and then you know they fucking pop up you just shoot them sort of thing uh but yeah you know valorant's still fun avatar the last airbender 
holy shit uh this is something that i <laughs> i've actually recently like the past week i like recently like picked it back up uh i know it's on like netflix now so if you want to watch it it's it's on netflix but i bought the blu-rays when they came out like i don't even know when like a year or two ago or something like that like whenever the blu-rays came out at best buy it they came out at best buy first i bought it instantly because i was like i'm probably gonna rewatch these eventually and i and i'm now rewatching them um i started i started on disc two because i started my rewatch like a while ago but i recently picked it back up uh so i was like i'm just gonna start on disc two because like book one is not that great compared to like book two and three um book two is like a little bit better um but i'm like at the beginning of book three like i literally just started it this morning because i woke up hella early for whatever reason Uh, i started book three uh, and by far, like so far, I've watched like maybe like four to five episodes. There has not been like a filler episode that I felt like is filler, if that makes any sense. Because like obviously, like Avatar, The Last Airbender, it's a kids show. There's gonna be episodes where like they're doing like jack shit. It's not like every single episode leads up to like Aang going to face the Fire Lord. Um, some episodes are like you know them doing like you know little things like helping this town or whatever the case may be, and like every single episode within book three so far i've enjoyed and like in book two and book one especially like there are certain episodes that where i'm just like get this shit over with because i am so done i just want to get to the the uh main story but um overall like when i watched avatar when it was initially on nickelodeon back in like 2006 through 8 or whatever the years it was um like i i watched like episodes here and there but i've never watched them like in chronological order like this so like watching it in chronological chrono- chronological order now i now have like context as to like how things happen and like what order and things like that because like i know like how obviously avatar ends how it begins and, and it ends but like i don't have like context as to like how like this happened and like how this went to here and things like that so like seeing like all of the all of the uh, build up leading up to like where I am right now is like obviously like super duper fun. So if you yeah. haven't watched it, obviously it's on Netflix and it is definitely worth a rewatch. It's only three seasons with 20 episodes each, I believe. So it's only 60 episodes, which is kind of small for a TV show where like episodes are like 23 minutes long each. So yeah. Uh, then I've been streaming infamous, the duology. Uh, so I'm going to give my updated thoughts on that. Cause, uh, I'm honestly surprised that my opinion on these games has slightly changed, especially for for, uh, Infamous ones. So I'm going to start with the good, obviously. The story is still, like, really, really good for Infamous one. Like, despite me obviously, like, knowing how, like, the story is going to end and things like that, but, like, the ending for Infamous one just makes it all super memorable and, like, wraps everything up nicely. And, like, that's an aspect of, like, the game that I didn't really expect going into it because i was like oh you know like things are happening you know i'm good guy he's bad guy or like i could be bad guy but he's also the better guy sort of thing because this is around that era where like games were like hey you know you could have a choice you could be the good guy or the bad guy and like infamous was like one of like the uh sort of like forefronts of like those games where like you could be good or you could be evil um but this game you know my playthrough i always do like the good side and i only need do the bad side for like you know just for like so i could see what the other side was but going back to it uh the story like i said really 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 good uh now let's get to the bad which is almost like everything else um (laughs) (laughs) unfortunately so obviously this is their first like infamous game but their first like big open world game so like there's like a, a lot of like growing pains in it uh the game 
definitely feels like the first infamous game so when you play the other infamous games from here on out they only get better especially in gameplay uh the clunky controls like climbing up buildings and like going on things like there was a point during my stream where i was like it was like literally the last part of the game you like climb like this big like junk tower and like there's a, a a part where i was like struggling to like climb up and i was like why is Cole not grabbing this stupid pole? I was getting super mad and like really, really <laughs> like tilted. And I was like, I can't, like, I honestly can't. And like, since I would fall, it would like restart me from like where I started. And I was like, I, okay. But I obviously eventually got it. But that shit was just, oh my God. Um, obviously better upgrades as the game progresses, but some of the upgrades like where you like hover as coal to like go from like building to building, I feel like should have been a really early upgrade because like getting it like I think it was like almost halfway through the game did not feel good like at all. I was like, why am I getting this halfway through the game? I probably should have gotten this earlier because most of the time I would not be especially in the beginning parts of the game where I'm talking about this, I would for the most part, not climb buildings because because climbing the buildings would take longer than just going on foot because if I climb the building and I don't have the hover thing, I would literally just fall back down and just have to run. And I'm like, I might as well just run on the streets anyway. So um, knockback and no invincibility invincibility frames during combat is really frustrating so remember that (laughs) oh my god that shit was so annoying man like i would get hit by one thing and then i just die and i'm like all right i guess i'm dead i'm restarting from the uh checkpoint whatever like i would honestly like instantly just like accept it like all right i died let's just go next like i honestly do not care um the graphics oh my god I know it's a early PS3 game, but the graphics look like fucking shit. Like it, it the game <laughs> Very is gray. Yeah, the game is already like super gray, but like yeah. the graphics, like they don't look refined or anything at all. And like 100, like when I was uh, streaming Infamous 2, someone came into my chat and was like, "I think that like we should have gotten like a remaster or a remake for like the PS4 and PS5." And I was like, "That's probably a good idea because like Infamous One looks like garbage, and like it could probably." benefit from the amount of like time that like the series has taken especially for the gameplay as well and like the story you know you don't gotta change anything about that because the story is still really really good it's literally just the gameplay which does get a little bit better in infamous 2 which i will get into in just a second but like the graphics like oh my god the game just does not look good to look at but (laughs) going on to the to infamous 2 I say that this is one of my favorite games on the PlayStation 3, and it still is. It's honestly like within like my top five, maybe top three. I'm not entirely sure. But Infamous 2, uh, so Melee Combat in the first game was honestly dog shit, and it was not worth doing unless you were like just having fun with it. And you're like, ah, you know, this is like the last enemy. I guess I'll like punch him a couple times. Uh, but Infamous 2, they introduced the amp, which makes combat feel a lot better. But not as good as I've been praising it all of these years. Uh, sometimes I'll like randomly like miss melee attacks. Uh, maybe that's just me being bad at the game now or whatever. But uh, the amp feels a little bit better than just like punching dudes. But the combo system where like if you like hit an enemy a certain amount of times, like this bar will fill up and then you hit triangle and then it does like a sort of like super movement in like Spider-Man PS4 or something like that where like, you know, you just do like this animation and then that enemy dies. Uh, it is definitely fun to watch and pull off. Uh, upgrading abilities and moves is a lot better in this game uh and in in infamous one since you would get experience for like everything you did like killing enemies completing missions side missions things like that 
uh, you would have like a, a a abundant amount of experience where like you could literally save for like this like tier three upgrade that you wanted and like not like be that affected within the gameplay. In this game, you have to do like a certain like challenge thing where like you have to get like five headshots in order to like upgrade in order to unlock this ability in order to unlock it with your experience, if that makes any sense. So like right. you have to do like this like sort of like little side mission before you can even get that upgrade, which was like a little bit more like rewarding to finally get. Um, and like the upgrades themselves feel a lot better. Um, and like certain moves are like just like. So the hover ability, I forgot that they did this. The hover ability, they actually get an upgrade when you play like these story missions where the hover just makes you go higher first. So it's sort of like a, a, a double jump in a way. Yeah. Um, which like I was like, oh shit, like that. I forgot this was in, in the game and I was like, this is really, really good. Um, and then on top of that, if you do the uh, good storyline, there's like this ice pillar that you'll get, which will like launch you up. And then when you have that second hover thing, like traveling just makes... Is, is now just so much fun and also like the world itself numeray um the level design is just much much better for cole to like climb up buildings and things like that there's now like these poles where you literally just climb on it and then you shoot up to the almost top of the building most of the time uh and that just felt really really eager like they just made like the gameplay just much much better to like explore and roam around and things like that and that's just you know always good uh but yeah you know graphics are obviously better the story itself is probably on par with infamous one uh i would say the ending for infamous one is still just like mind-blowing like what the hell just happened sort of thing uh but infamous two story is still pretty good especially the good ending the evil ending i was just like man i really did that like what the fuck um <laughs> but the the good ending is definitely a good like send off to cole mcgrath story i will say but that's all i've been doing for this week let's get into our last topic for the show uh, so it is about games being $70 and the next gen upgrade. So a lot of companies are offering like this, like if you buy the PS4 slash Xbox one version, you get the next gen for free. But first let's talk about games being $70. So 2k, uh, you know, the company that makes NBA 2k and things like that, they've, uh, come out with like a chart sort of thing showing that like, uh, the next generation, uh, versions of NBA 2k 21 are going to be $70. So, like, what's just your, like, just, like, outright, like, PS4 or PS5 and Xbox Series X games are going to be $70. Like, what's your thoughts on that? Okay. So, it's, like, I'm one of two ways about it. Like, I mean, obviously, no one wants to pay more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, right? Like, we're all, we're all pretty cheap. Like, you know, $60, $60 has been the standard for a very long time or for a while now. Um, mm-hmm. At least as long as I could remember, honestly. And I, 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 I would be fine with it of games being $70. If they basically have no microtransactions anymore, because I'm like, all right, like to, I know, like NBA games, right? You like pay for packs and crap, and you get your players and stuff like that. If like you're gonna pay another ten dollars more for the game, they should like make either that system more generous or just make it like all in-game currency or whatever. I, I, I'm not too sure how these games work, but I know you can like pay for packs and crap. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, they should probably just do away with that. They're gonna make you pay for more anyway. They won't, but they should. <laughs> if like, you're gonna pay more for it, and um, I don't know, I know games like I think a lot of games are made out of loss and things like that. You know, it takes a lot of effort to make games nowadays and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't know, it, it's it's a hard situation to go th- like you know to like think about, right? Because it would help game companies that much probably. But I don't know, it's it's weird. I think sixty dollars is like. The perfect price. Like, I think sixty bucks is, is a great price for a new game. You know, get hours of content, blah blah blah. 
$70 feels a bit harder to swallow. It's, like, it's almost like, you know, we're getting to $100, you know? and Yeah, and, like, that's before like, tax. <laughs> yeah, and that's before tax. And, you know, if you look at, like, countries like Canada, like, they pay a lot more for a new game anyway. So that's just bumping the price even more for, like, regional prices and things like that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's it's kind of hard to swallow if, you know, game companies really are going to go forward with $70 nowadays. But there's nothing you can really do about it, I guess, <laughs> besides <laughs> just take it. But yeah, I guess in my opinion, I would like it to stay sixty, but it really wouldn't surprise me if it stays seventy. And I guess I'll, I'll just eat my words, I guess, and just like buy the games anyway. Yeah, uh, a lot of people have brought up the argument about like, yeah, you know, games cost more to make ne- these days. But I'm like, yeah, okay, but uh, you know, for a consumer perspective, I'm like, ten dollars more, mm, like that's that's obviously a lot. And like at that point, like you're almost like, uh. Pfft, games these days you know they're 59.99 and then after tax in like new york it'd be like 65 66 something like that so like yeah. i would imagine like a 70 dollar game would be close to 80 now which is kind of crazy now that now that i think about it but at the end of the day you know if you're going to spend 80 dollars on that piece of content you know you're probably going to spend a lot of time with it hopefully you know um, but people bring up the argument of, 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 you know, like back in the day, you know, like Genesis games and like super Nintendo games were like 70, 80, $80, you know, it's lucky that we were, we were blessed to have $60 for so long. And the fact that now it's increasing, um, I think it was going to happen eventually. And if it's going to happen with this generation, I'm not going to be too upset about it, but it is definitely going to be really daunting to see sixty nine ninety nine on the price. Nice, by the way. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you know, it's, it's definitely weird. Um, because you know, like you said, for as long as we know, uh, we're, we're both like 22, 21. Um, and we've known that like $60 is like the normal price for like a brand new game. And, you know, if it was like a smaller sort of game that was launching, it'd be like, you know, maybe 50 or 40 or something like that. Uh, but, you know, like now it's 70. So it's going to be interesting to see exactly how is that going to affect sales. I doubt it because I know a lot of these like NBA 2K players, they're going to buy it either way just so they could play with their friends and like get all of the new players and things like that. So, um, you know, I don't think 2K is going to lose anything on this, but uh, maybe some other game companies, especially like smaller devs that like release games. I don't know if they're going to stick with that price point, but yeah, I think it just depends. Like I think now people are really going to complain about lack of content and things like that you know mm-hmm. people right complain like oh the 60 dollar game is only like 20 uh 20 hours like what the hell i think if you price games at this price people are really going to complain about that like content like they want like you know hour to dollar ratios now like they want like every game to be like <laughs> 70 hours at this point um so yeah it's gonna it's gonna be weird like how they do things like like i feel like they like some game companies might just add padding for no reason just to make it worth the money now and that might not be good for the game in general it's, mm-hmm. it's gonna be weird it's gonna be some weird pricing later like we might see a mix of like maybe 70 dollar games for like the big triple a stuff and 60 dollar games still you might still see some 50 dollar games for like maybe some platformers and stuff like that it's gonna be um it's gonna be weird yeah if uh the new Ratchet and Clank price is at seventy dollars. I'm gonna be like, ooh, you know, that's gonna be a hard bullet to swallow, but I'm gonna swallow that because <laughs> uh, I'll buy the special edition, please. <laughs> but uh, next thing we should probably talk about is that Microsoft is against any publisher charging for a a uh, next generation upgrade for the Series X. So pretty much, they want publishers to be open about like, all right, if you buy the Xbox One version, you get the Series X version for free, which mm-hmm. like Square or not. Square, 
maybe it is square but with the new avengers game they pretty much said yeah this is this is how that's gonna work if you buy yeah, square, the uh, yeah. xbox or ps4 game you get the uh you know next gen upgrade but according to 2k you gotta get the mobamba edition which is a hundred dollars which means that you're pretty much paying for both of the games for 50 bucks each so like what's your like obviously what's your stance on like you know like publishers trying to charge or like get away with this because microsoft wants them to do this but they're not going to like sort of like enforce it sort of thing yeah i think all upgrades should be free like if you're gonna get it you should get the series x version for free i think what 2k is doing is super scummy it's like hey you pay a hundred dollars you get the buffer it should just be like that from default like any late like game um which got xbox one or ps4 game coming out now should be able to upgrade for free like that mm-hmm. goes for ps4 games too like i feel like last of us part two and ghost of tsushima should both have like a ps5 version if there is a ps5 version for free because mm-hmm. you already bought it at the end of the console lifespan um but because i know last gen was really bad with that like oh you would buy last of us on ps4 well you know get the remaster version when gaming that for free mm-hmm. so yeah um I feel like times have changed. I think Microsoft is being really uh, pro-consumer here, saying that it should be free, and I'm glad they're taking a stance on that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think most publishers will be pressured into making it free. I think 2K just doesn't give a shit about <laughs> like about anyone, so they're just going to charge it more because they know people will buy it. But hopefully more developers and stuff or publishers make sure the upgrade to um, the Xbox Series X or PS5 is free because, yeah, that that's just how it should be you know what i mean yeah because uh which uh microsoft is calling this uh, smart delivery which is a smart name by the way um <laughs> they've said that or according to this uh game industry article you know assassin's creed valhalla cyberpunk 2077 and, and halo infinite are going to be doing the smart delivery system um so like the fact that like 2k this like third party publisher which you know, they, they do push a decent amount of games every single year with their NBA games and things like that. Um, you know, them going out of their way to, you know, say that, hey, if you want both versions, you're going to have to buy this $100 version if you want the next-gen version, which um, maybe, like, maybe not a lot of people are, are actually going to do this. Maybe they'll just get, like, the, the uh, last-gen or the e-next-gen. But if they know that they're going to get both, they might as well just get the Mobamba edition or whatever. Um so yeah, you know, it's a hundred dollars for a game at that point, which is kind of crazy. But when you think about it, some people are going to put it in their minds, wait, but I'm paying for both. But then again, some publishers aren't going to charge you for both. So what do you do? Do <laughs> you just not play the new NBA or do I just buy the hundred dollar game? So, you know, some consumers are definitely going to be at a uh, divide in the road, as I'll put it, where it's like, do I do this or do I not? Um, and they're just gonna have to vote with their wallet and, you know, say, or, you know, think about what they really want. And if they really want to play the new NBA, I guess they're gonna have to bite the hundred dollars if they want to play on both, uh, generations anyways. Cause obviously, you know, you could just be like, I'll just get the new one sort of thing. Yeah. Like, again, it's, I, all I'm saying is I'm happy I don't play sports games. So I, I don't <laughs> have to deal with 2K's bullcrap, but, um, yeah, it's, it's certainly, I, I feel like it might be better just to wait on the PS5 or Xbox Series X version. Mm-hmm. Then just buy the hundred unless you really can't wait that long because uh-huh. this game is what coming out november october or something like the new consoles will probably be out in like a month by then like just wait <laughs> yeah so, yeah it just depends on like your current situation is like all right can i spare this much money to get a new console and a new game especially if they're going to be 70 dollars sort of thing oh that's um, true i mean like yeah but if you like at that point just buy the regular version then <laughs> if, you're, yeah. if you're not going to get at uh, the next gen console when it launches so 
True, true, true. So, you know, it's just going to be what their situation is pretty much. Uh, yeah. And the last thing we're going to quickly talk about is the PS5 box. So they gave us a official look at the PS5 boxes, uh, which this was a big deal for whatever reason yesterday on Twitter. <laughs> um, but they revealed it by showing, obviously, Spider-Man Miles Morales. You know, good choice, good choice. Um, and honestly, like, I don't mind the white, like, top of it. Um, but the blue case is definitely a little jarring. Yeah, it's like everyone keeps, or at least I've seen the comparison to the Mario Kart 8 box uh, from the Wii U, where it's like, you know, the Wii U, like, top thing is blue, but the case is red and it looks kind of bad. Mm-hmm. I kind of get the same feeling here. Like, I feel like the box should be, like, black or something, or something to complement the white. Like, it kind of just looks, like, not great. <laughs> like, you know, I, I don't really care about the white. You know, obviously, I prefer it to be black. Same with the console. I just like black consoles more. But um, I feel like they're going to have that white label. This should just, like, change the box color because having it blue looks kind of ugly, in my opinion. But, mm-hmm. again, it doesn't even really matter because I barely buy things physically anymore. But, um, yeah, I, th- I hope they change the box at least. Like, just, like, make it black or white or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, it's the fucking box, guys. Like, you're not going to be staring at this. You, you, you're going to be staring at the game, hopefully, you know. Um, but... Yeah, the blue and white definitely is a little off, but I'm assuming it's because they still have like PS4 boxes sitting around. So they're like, all right, we either make new ones and screw over the environment or we just keep using these until, uh, you know, they just either keep going with the blue or they change up the color. But I would definitely agree with you that they should probably change it to like black or white or something like that just because, you know, white and blue does not look that great so <laughs> it, like, i'm looking at my ps4 and ps3 games like right now and you know the ps3 and ps4 case look basically the same except uh the blue cover or the blue box i mean mm-hmm. if you just made like the ps3 box like just making it clear i think it would look a bit better but that's just that's just what i think like, i don't really care that much but yeah <laughs> that's mm-hmm. about it in my opinion on that yeah so is there anything else you'd like to add good sir um no i think that's everything all right so thank you guys for listening to us on the travis and damien podcast once again and we will see you guys two weeks from now with the next episode later